happy Monday. Thank you for tuning in again to another episode of Align with Plants, Align with Health. This is Lanita and it's April 10th, beautiful spring day. We've had just about every type of weather today in the city. I heard we had hail. I've watched it rain with strong winds to very mild winds, blue skies, cloudy, uh, sun out. It's been pretty beautiful. We pulled the grill out and put some veggies on and grilled because, hey, that's what you do. (laughs) A little bit of time. So uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about season three. This is season three, episode two. And I just wanted to share a little bit about what season three was going to look like because I have been able to figure out how I'd like to format the show going forward. And because we are fully aware and conscious of the realities of cycles and our alignment with these cycles in our natural world, I am going to align, align with plants, align with health to our natural seasons. So season three began in the beginning of spring and we're going to go through to the beginning of summer and then we'll call season four summer. And that will also help give a focus to each season. And in spring, we want to talk about the things that are happening in spring. And in the summertime, we'll talk about the things that are happening in the summer. And I feel really good about it. I think that it's going to be a good alignment and uh, going forward, it makes me feel really good about or strong about the show. Uh, This season, we're doing six episodes and three of those episodes are going to be interviews with three of my different plant friends around the country and the globe. Actually, one friend is lives in Norway and they're going to be really cool. Basically interviews, just seeing what's going on around the world, uh, around the country with plants, uh, how people are using plants in their own lives, in their families, in their communities, in the cities that they live in to heal, to enrich, um, you know, people that are spreading this plant message. And I'd like to do that because I really feel, and today's actually National Siblings Day, and I really feel uh, a kindred, you know, relationship and brother-sisterhood with plant people, with all people, with all beings, but especially with plant people. And I'd like to be a part of sharing their voices and getting some really good plant love recorded and shared. Uh, Also, I recently created and launched AlignWithPlants.com. It's going to be the website that all of my, everything that I want to share, my message, the message that is coming through me uh, to be shared will be located at AlignWithPlants.com. I'm really excited. I've created or started a couple of websites before in the past and nothing ever has really come together as well as this has. I feel really thankful for the inspiration and the relationships around me that have motivated me and kept me moving and wanting and knowing that I need to share this message. Um, And Aligned with Plants is the website, alignwithplants.com is really a part of that. So check it out when you have some time. Uh, There's most of the focus right now is the blog. I do have a few other 
uh, social connections there. And it's going to continue to grow. Um, but I do have um, quite a few blog posts up already for you to check out and kind of, you know, look at photos and go a little bit deeper or I guess experience the message in a different way by reading it yourself. Uh, we have recipes, things to do in the garden, um, ways to heal yourself with plants, things like that. So check it out. So today's episode is kind of an extension off of yesterday's blog post actually. Um, and something that is just really dear to my heart. It's also a national and even global movement. Uh, it's actually a, a global movement. Excuse me. I, uh, this is definitely gone and has always been global. Uh, but it's a global movement, a global awareness, and something that, um, I don't know, I just feel like is needs energy and attention and for people to be thinking about a little bit more because we live in a, such a changing world, our environment, our world, our society, our culture, all those very much the same and it's going to always be pretty much the same with the different cycles of dark and light coming through time um, but our culture is you know there's a deep part of our culture that the majority of the people who participate and create the culture don't understand that they're creating and don't understand in general and what I'm going to talk about today is for me a large part of it it's kind of um, a very clear part of the message that can kind of, it's like a eureka moment. Like, okay, if this is the reality of our world, which I can actually look outside and confirm, then what am I really doing and how can we change this in a realistic way? How can we create a system and a culture going forward that we really desire to see? Because we can bring our desires forth. Um, so I know I'm going to butcher this when I'm getting ready to quote here, but um, we're going to talk about how food is free and what I really want to do is read a quote from a song that I love. Uh, it's by Protégé, a Jamaican artist. Um, and the name of the song is Who Knows and it's super hot. So if you like reggae, I would recommend checking out the song. It's a good summer vibe, um, a lot of positive lyrics and the beat is crazy. You'll vibe with it. Um, so it says, Manda in a city hungry and the eat and food to down a country just to drop off the trees dim. You say poverty not real then is what the reasoning revealing. I don't have my um, Jamaican lingo down very well, so that sounds ridiculous. But basically he says that the man in the city is hungry and don't have no food to eat. And the food that's in the country, it's just dropping off the trees. And you say poverty's not real. That's the reasoning that is being revealed. Or he says poverty is not real. And that's the reasoning being revealed because it's the truth. Food is actually free. Um, <clears throat> the earth creates, births everything that the earth's life, the earth's children need to be well, healthy, to survive, to eat, to heal, to relate, to bond, to build communities and structures. We literally have everything we need in nature. There is nothing more that we need than what nature provides for us. Now, obviously, I think for our very quickly advancing world, that's the, you know, the basics. We can go so far. And I personally, with an Aquarian moon, really encourage and love to see the advancements of humanity and where we're going. 
the thing is, is that it's the foundation. Like if you want to see a particular result, you have to have the right foundation. And it's kind of like watching the political arena from afar in America and our current situation with Donald Trump. Um, I won't speak about this for long at all or get into opinion, though at the most basic understanding of our our government and our the history of our country and to be surprised that a Hollywood slash businessman slash Hollywood actor could become president of the United States who maybe has some type of feelings or thoughts or opinions upon different groups of people around the world that a lot of people don't agree with or don't want to hear to, to be surprised by that is kind of crazy because the foundation of our country is based in, well, I don't even know the word. The foundations are faulty and anything that is built upon faulty foundations falls. So we are looking at large shifts of time and new energies being born, new levels of awareness becoming our reality and not just the reality of a few, the reality of the many, and soon it will be a reality of the you know mass majority. We have access to information like never before. We are, things are changing. And in order to create a new society, which is what is happening on many different levels, um, our food system is kind of the meat and potatoes of that, of society, of healthy societies and of people being able to survive. We have a globalized food system now. And that probably isn't going to be changing, though on local levels, we can make large improvements to our cities to make them more sustainable and to support the people who live in the city, who create the city. And that's kind of that's kind of what's so crazy is we are it's just us guys like it's just humans. (laughs) We're making all of this so we can make anything we want. We just have to know, like kind of dig through all the layers because we can get caught on uh, colorism and racism and classism and all of these levels of, you know, conflict within our cities. We can get caught on environment and war and politics and economics and all of these things. Though the truth is, is it's the foundation and when it comes to society, you know, previous to America, obviously we're a super young country, but to society in general and the grouping of a large amount of humans into one space without a lot of natural resources with the thing is, is that it's all about resource management and our mother earth provides the perfect example of resource management that we need. She provides the example and the living example, the the, I mean, she actually provides even the resources and the management. She's the cycles <laughs> that we're going through. Um, the thing is, is that we're just disconnected from this, these memories. We don't remember this. And I don't know why 
I'm a plant person. I don't understand fully why plants, like why I understand and hear these, these messages so clearly from my soul. And I, and I have such a confidence in them, but I sure am thankful because healing is real and it's almost simple. Um, it doesn't always, it's not always based in eating plants or in, uh, even having anything to do with plants or living a certain way or thinking a certain thing or having a certain belief system. Um, you're, you're, di- you're supposed to be who you are. We're all supposed to be who we are. We're all diverse in our existence and in our creation and in what we play out here. So we're going to continue to do the things that we're meant to do. And that's going to be going in between dark and light. Though, if we can recreate societies, and that's going to have to start at the individual level and grow up, if we can recreate societies, it's going to be based in the foundation. And that's exactly why it starts in the individual. We are the foundation of society and food is free. Medicine is free. So we have to recreate a society that is aware of this consciously uh, that works within these truths and aligns with these truths. So, you know, when I first heard this protege, protege quote, uh, I was like, wow, this is the dopest song ever written. <laughs> and just because of these few lines, I may like continue to give him that title because what a powerful statement to put into a song that because food drops off the tree down in the country, poverty isn't real. Like, and it, and it's so real and it's so true. And those of us who have been impoverished and I definitely have been, um, you know, in lower class income brackets for the majority of my years on this planet though. And are so per American standards, right? Um, but the true impoverished, uh, humans on this earth, the, you know, I guess I would put that in quotations, but the people who have the least amount of stuff, the least access to resources, those folks, need to understand they need to hear the message that food is free we need to know that we can actually create relationships with these living healing selfless loving beings that exist all around us we can create relationships with them we can grow food for ourselves and we can feed ourselves so our most basic foundation which is getting high quality energy from the sunlight transferred down into plants and into our bodies our foundation can be solid we can align with the healing powers of plants and then what you see is families getting healthier and communities getting healthier and cities getting healthier, schools getting healthier. Like I personally would love to see schools go away, but that probably isn't happening as long as we still have an economy and I'm not really going down that path. (laughs) Although, well, it's not my path. So we'll probably have schools for some time though. If we adjust the people that are in the city, the city itself will change and the history of our entire future will can and will change. So the song is just so powerful because, um, and it's, you know, from an international artist, at least from the perspective of America and it's being heard all around the world. And I hope that people really tune in or listen to Protégé. And I hope that you listen to that song because, like I said, it's hot. Um, you know, also in this foundation, what is so, and like it's imperative in the healing process to 
become aware of, and I'm still going through levels of this myself. There's still self-realization levels that come up in my life and they will always uh, be coming up that I realize I have to separate myself from reality versus illusion. And that's a big deal here when it comes to healing is that we must, it is again, imperative, it is required that we understand our real world versus the world we are, that the world that we are creating from our own illusion, from our own powerful mind, from creation of thought. It's, there's differences here. There is this, you know, physical as physical as it is world and, and cycles that are happening. And then that, that energy actually creates more stuff. But that's the founding energy of life here. We have to be in tune with this. It's not, it's not even really like a question of it. It's obviously we've gone through some cycle though. I personally feel like I, I'm personally here to help us cycle back around. (laughs) And there's many people here uh, that are giving this message and different messages that are similar to it that understand this as well. Um, the reality is, is that food grows from the earth to feed the life of the earth. It does not put it in grocery stores. We have created that system based on, you know, decisions of the past of us based on the current place that we were in time. And it's not a good or bad thing. You can, you can personally choose whether or not our agricultural system is good or bad. Um, the fact that, you know, millions of animals are slaughtered every month, day, however often, um, to provide all of, you know, the culinary delights of humans. Some people think that that's bad and, and that's okay if, if you want to choose a side on if it's bad or good. The reality is, is that it's our food system and that it's happening and that people are being sustained from it. So what we have to do instead of uh, putting a value on it is we have to change it. We have to actually get in and find ways to change it. And in order to make those changes be what we want them to be, we actually need to be eating and receiving the energy from the system that teaches us how to make what we want. So, so the message has to spread. We have to continue to share and talk about plants. We have to continue to, and, you know, and open our hearts to, to plants, to them being real beings with intention, just like you, you have something in your heart that, makes that you have something in your heart in you that you're that you know you have to do you have intention you have will you have this desire to move forth in a particular direction many of us either are disconnected from that don't give it attention or haven't been given the proper environment and experiences in order to cultivate like the ear to hear it um but we all have it. We all have this intentional forward moving energy and it moves in particular ways and takes particular types of steps based on its own imprint. And it's really perfect. 
our society is imperfect because, well, what you would, what some call or would call and do call imperfect because we're always going to be going in between, back and forth on the side of balance. Balance isn't really real. It's, it is, but it's such a momentary experience that you have to usually go back to one side of the left or the right. Um, that's not really the conversation for this topic. I'm getting a little bit off topic with that, but so we're always going to have both the center, the central neutral path is choice as well, though. It takes such a level. It takes so much, like so much awareness, which again, what did we just say is what is the times? Like that's the times that we're coming into. It takes such a deep level of awareness and such a high level vibrating, you know, consciousness in order to stay neutral in order to not choose those sides. Well, guess what? Seriously, we really do have the opportunity right now in order to create that type of an awareness globally. Um, what's going to come of that is going to be a lot of dark and a lot of light though we can do it and we're doing it. It's not even, we can, it's what's happening. Again, we're all really just playing out our roles. <laughs> um, but in terms of our food system and in terms of food being free and in terms of getting so many more people back to the land, back with their hands in the dirt, back with, um, with people recognizing plants as living live, you know, sentient beings, getting reconnecting, recycling, or uh, coming back to that, Sankofa indeed, um, we can do this and we can do it through, like through our actual gardens, through our actual, the land in our cities, in our neighborhoods, um, in our schools, okay, we can actually do it through this land and we can do it through perennial plants, through things as simple as a perennial garden all the way up to food forests. Perennial plants are totally in tune with the cycles of nature and they consistently, unless the plant is becomes unhealthy, which, you know, everything dies at some point. So this isn't like eternal life, but, um, they don't have to be replanted every year because they consistently reproduce a stronger, bigger plant because they're able to live throughout the winter months. In cold regions, these are really, really important, but also in hot regions. The reason is because these are the plants of the city. These are the plants of that area. These are the plants that if you go right outside the city, you're going to find there regularly. Uh, the trees and all of the food bearing plants of the earth. The plants of the earth are food bearing crops. They're not all just ornamental things growing to make our world look pretty. <laughs> they provide food and nutrients and the energy from the sun for life in order to grow, thrive, reproduce, to be here. Um, so we have food all around us. We have medicine all around us. We have it for free. Most of this stuff is, you know, city uh, has been planted by the city or, um, has, I think like in Oregon, there's been a, like multiple, I don't know if it's two or three now, but there's been multiple, um, tree cuttings in, of where Portland is at. So they came in and cut down all the trees once and then replanted trees that, so that, uh, they could create, you know, put houses where they wanted to put houses and create the city grid. Uh, which are very geometric and magical 
creations. <laughs> uh, all city grids are. But um, they came in and they did it once. And then they did it again, you know, like a hundred years later or something like that. I, I don't, that's probably not, that's something similar to that. Maybe it's not a hundred years, every 60 years or something. So the majority of the plants that we see around us are not here from, you know, a thousand years ago, um, at least in the cities, but they are, that's okay though. They're the same plants and they're doing the same thing and their genetics are different and they may not be as strong or all these different things, but they're here and they're here to feed. Like they're here to serve. So getting in tune with perennial plants and continuing to plant more and more perennial plants and switching our diets over even to perennial uh, crops, which is something that for my family is definitely challenging. Um, and as my children get older, it will become a, a major focus in my life. But um, it's really mostly about relearning so much. Um, relearning even just like how to conveniently make new all you know new foods it's a whole it's a whole new path but um but it's also the shift that we need to take so i know i have to personally shift my family to that and personally put create a situation that i can live in and be sustained off of mostly if not all perennial foods because i know that that's i know in my heart at least that that's the way our food system needs to move and will move as a matter of fact i'm uh creating will with these statements about food because I know that this will be the best choice for humanity when it comes to food. We need to be 100% dependent on our natural food resources. <laughs> um, I'm not going to say it always has to be local. You know, we are going to be globalized. We are globalized. It doesn't, I don't see that changing unless literally, you know, gosh, I mean, like 85% of the population is wiped out. Like we have to have a mass, mass, mass population reduction, which no matter what they do in the skies, that's not happening. I mean, at least I don't foresee it happening. The human is just so powerful and so amazing. Um, so we're globalized and Food is going to move and being 100% local is probably not a reality, nor do people want to, nor do you have to be if we have, you know, smart ways to trade and move food around. But trade systems have always been going and, and I don't think that that's anything that's going to be changing. And they're healthy. It's the way, you know, energy and culture and knowledge is spread around the world and healing plants. You know, plants want trade as well. Plants want to be moved around the world. So that's not changing. But again, um, it's the basis of the system. So what we should be moving around are the plants that are growing in different areas that are sustainably being grown because they're perennials. They don't need a lot of water. They don't need a lot of care. They're growing in self-sustaining food systems like food forests, and they have highly um, you know, skilled plant people harvesting them and caring for them in a very hands-off way, though. And I can just see this. I can literally see this, you know, 500 years from now, I can see old growth at that time, food forests all around the earth, in cities, out of cities, just all around the, the earth, feeding the earth, feeding the people. Um, I, I just see it. So I have to share what I see. I kept in my visions, my vision for a lot of years. And I'm so thankful for my soulmate, my sister, who 
encouraged me to start to share what I saw because personally I feel like it's not real it has nothing really to do with me individually this is a conscious group effort that we are all choosing to do to shift the way our world works and I'm thankful for you know I'm thankful to be alive during the age of awareness and to be able to delve into and absorb so much information from so many different resources around the world in a matter of minutes everything at my fingertips um, I'm so thankful for all of the plant people I've connected with, um, the majority of those people I have met online. Um, I didn't meet my plant guru though. And I did want to talk about her today because one of her last plants fell over recently and I'm hoping it roots. If it doesn't root, I wanted to give a shout out to my plant guru, my grandma, um, not my grandma, she's somebody else's grandma, but she's grandma to us. Um, we didn't speak the same language. She spoke Mandarin and I spoke English, um, though she is, she was my guru and she is my guru and she mysteriously appeared in my life and mysteriously disappeared from my life. Um, but I wear a gold chain around my neck from her and I know she's with me. And, um, grandma, the plants didn't really make it. <laughs> um, I don't know, maybe the aloe will. Um, but I recognize the fact that she was the first guru, true guru of my life. I've, I've always wondered, is that a real thing? Um, but for me it is, and I can understand it. Um, because it's all about tuning in to the communication that's taking place. That is what existence is. This is communication. It's different forms of energy being communicated in different ways. And when we can learn how to communicate with so many different beings, people, you know, uh, when we can learn how to communicate and it's usually through the language of love, which is the language of the plants and the language of our hearts and the language of our truth. When we can learn to communicate through this language, we create what we desire. And I know that my brothers and sisters, my human brothers and sisters on this earth want, all of us want the same thing. Very few of us really even need to be on the true dark side because the dark is heavy and it's deep and we don't need that many people on that side. The vast majority of us strive towards the light and I know we all want love and we all want health and wellness and it looks different for everyone um, and that's how it's supposed to. But if we can all come to an understanding of what the foundation, the reality, um, the cycles really truly are, what we are birthed from without any real opportunity to change it, <laughs> like this is just who we are, um, we heal. And then we heal our families and then we heal our communities and it's generational and it's not about one person or one group or one section or the elite or the most poor or the, the grassroots or the, the, you know, the people who have access to most money and resources. It's not about any of that. It's about our hearts. It's about the way we think of ourselves. It's the way about the way that we think of each other. Um, these are the things that matter and plants provide the message for us. So food is free. Medicine is free. Thank you for tuning in to episode two, 
season three. Um, I'm excited for this season to share more uh, other perspectives, other things that are going on, things that people are doing to enrich in the lives of the folks around them and to just keep sharing the message, guys. I love you. Happy Monday. Peace.